0: In this spectral Podcast, we review the use of ultrasound for the diagnosis of cardiogenic pulmonary edema in dogs and cats. Nowadays, we're doing more and more fast ultrasounds, what we call focused assessment of sonography and trauma, in the ER setting, and it's a great and easy way for diagnosing cavital effusion, such as a hemoabdomen, pleural effusion, pericardial effusion, etc. But can it be done easily, used for lung ultrasound to detect pathology or water in the lung? Does it work to diagnose cardiogenic pulmonary edema? As many of us have experienced, the diagnosis of congestive heart failure in a dog or cat presenting for acute dyspnea can provide diagnostically challenging. This is true for multiple reasons. One is the inherent difficulty of performing diagnostics on unstable or dyspneic patients. And another is that thoracic radiography and other diagnostics can often yield equivocal results. Lung ultrasound, or what I'll call LUS from now on, is an exciting new diagnostic imaging option for the dyspneic patient. LUS is a cage side thoracic ultrasound that allows practitioners to assess for pulmonary edema by looking for artifacts that the pulmonary fluid creates in ultrasound images. These sonographic changes are called B-lines. Other terms that you may have heard include ring-down artifacts, comet tails, and lung rockets. The B-lines appear as, quote, narrow-based vertical hyperechoic artifacts that extend from the pleural pulmonary interface to the far aspect of the ultrasound screen without fading, end quote. They are also identifiable because they move in synchrony with respiration. In people, LUS can be helpful in differentiating cardiogenic from non-cardiogenic causes of dyspnea, and the number of B-lines correlates with the severity of pulmonary edema. So Ward and all wanted to evaluate the usefulness of LUS in a study entitled Accuracy of -of Point-of-Care Lung Ultrasonography for the Diagnosis of Cardiogenic Pulmonary Edema in Dogs and Cats with Acute Dyspnea. To these authors' knowledge, there were no veterinary studies that had prospectively studied the clinical and diagnostic accuracy of using thoracic ultrasound, specifically LUS, in a patient population of dyspneic dogs and cats. So they conducted a prospective study from North Carolina State University over a 16-month time period. The goals of the study? The authors wanted to evaluate the accuracy of a protocol for point-of-care LUS for the diagnosis of cardiogenic pulmonary edema in a group of dyspneic dogs and cats. They also wanted to evaluate the diagnostic accuracy of LUS in dogs versus cats to characterize the types of non-cardiogenic disease that were correctly or incorrectly identified and to determine inter-observer agreement between LUS results. Dogs and cats that were dyspneic that presented to the emergency critical care or cardiology departments were enrolled. Inclusion criteria also included having thoracic radiographs performed within six hours of the LUS and having a trained examiner in LUS available. Patients were excluded if they had a respiratory disturbance thought to be secondary to pain, a recent history of trauma, or moderate to severe pleural effusion. Medical records and imaging studies were reviewed by the investigators to confirm the final diagnosis. Patients were stabilized and age, sex, breed, weight, TPR, body condition score, and time of LUS evaluation were evaluated. Participating examiners were cardiology and emergency clinicians who completed a two-hour training session and completed proficiency exams, and then post-hoc analysis of the images were performed independently by a blinded examiner, one novice and one experienced. The presence and number of B lines were documented at four sites on each hemothorax, with greater than three B lines per site being recorded as positive. If greater than two positive sites were noted on each hemothorax, it was defined as cardiogenic pulmonary edema. Otherwise, the underlying cause was deemed non-cardiac as the cause of dyspnea. Overall, 76 dogs and 24 cats were enrolled in the study. Results showed that all animals had images obtained at all sites, indicating that the test was technically feasible. 61% of patients had a final diagnosis of cardiogenic pulmonary edema with no difference in proportion between cats and dogs. This leaves 39% of the patients that had dyspnea without cardiogenic pulmonary edema. In this non-cardiac group, the most common causes of respiratory diseases were pulmonary hypertension, or PTE, pulmonary thromboembolism in dogs, and asthma, or diffuse pulmonary disease of unknown etiology in cats. 90% of the patients with cardiogenic pulmonary edema had at least one positive site on LUS with a mean of 5.3 positive sites on LUS. In the non-cardiac group, 67% of patients had a positive site with a mean of 2.7 positive sites on ultrasound. In other words, patients that had cardiogenic pulmonary edema did have a significantly higher number of positive sites than those without cardiogenic pulmonary edema. However, it was not only the number of positive sites, but also the distribution of positive sites that were found to be significantly different between groups. In the group with cardiogenic pulmonary edema, the right and left middle sites were the most common sites where pulmonary edema was detected. In the non-cardiac group, the right middle site was the most likely to be positive for B-lines. In both groups, the right and left caudal sites were the least likely to have a positive score. Using a cutoff of two out of four sites, the sensitivity of LUS was 84% and the specificity was 74% as compared to thoracic radiographs, which had a sensitivity of 85% and a specificity of 87%. Vet girls take, this isn't much more beneficial over chest radiographs. There were also 10 cases of false positives where there was an incorrect diagnosis of cardiogenic pulmonary edema. In patients that had a false positive, there were other causes of diffuse interstitial or alveolar disease. What does that mean? This means that LUS can't differentiate between cardiogenic pulmonary edema and diffuse interstitial or alveolar disease, which then warrants getting some chest radiographs. However, in dogs, if patients with a presenting heart rate less than 150 beats per minute were characterized as, quote, non-cardiac disease, end quote, the specificity of LUS improved to 87%, but the sensitivity decreased to 52%. This impact of heart rate on specificity was not observed in cats. In other words, incorporation of heart rate was found to increase the specificity of LUS in dogs. The authors also found excellent inter-observer agreement between the experienced and inexperienced examiners. There were only six cases out of 100 in which the final diagnosis between observers was different. So what do we take away from this vectoral podcast? This study found that lung ultrasonography is a promising and feasible bedside diagnostic tool. LUS for the diagnosis of cardiogenic pulmonary edema has a good overall sensitivity that is comparable to thoracic radiography. It also was good at ruling out cardiogenic pulmonary edema in patients with non-cardiac disease. In other words, it had a good overall specificity. Types of non-cardiac disease that were more likely to cause false positive results on lung ultrasound included those that cause a diffuse interstitial or alveolar disease, such as acute respiratory distress syndrome, ARDS, pulmonary neoplasia, pneumonitis, pulmonary hypertension, and pulmonary thromboembolism. The specificity was lower in dogs than in cats and humans, which is thought to be the result of the more common types of non-cardiac diseases seen in dogs versus other species. In this study, the sensitivity was slightly lower than the values found in human studies, which may be secondary to differences in the distribution of pulmonary edema or other physical differences between species. When looking at a variety of physical exam parameters, they found adding heart rate to the analysis did slightly improve the specificity of the LUS findings in dogs, but not to a degree that was significant. The pros and cons of this study, this study used the Volpicelli criterion to determine the positive result, which requires bilateral distribution of positive sites. However, given variations in distribution of cardiogenic pulmonary edema, there was concern this method could lead to false negative results. However, this study looked at alternative scoring methods, but still found that the Volpecelli method was the best predictor of cardiogenic pulmonary edema. Additional studies could be performed to look at how other point-of-care tests, like cardiac biomarkers and the LA to AO ratios, help when used in conjunction with LUS. In conclusion, this study showed that LUS was feasible in all dogs and cats with minimal stress to the dyspneic patient. It provides a useful diagnostic tool for differentiating cardiogenic pulmonary edema from non-cardiac dyspnea the excellent inter-observer agreement, it suggests that even with minimal training and experience, reliable results are able to be obtained. One possible limitation for practitioners is the availability of in-house ultrasonography. However, vet girls' take, you're going to need to do chest radiographs to confirm location and etiology anyway, and lung ultrasound isn't that much, quote, better, end quote, for sensitivity and specificity than chest radiographs. Also, vet girls' tip, In dogs, when you have a heart rate less than 150 beats per minute, it's less likely to be congestive heart failure anyway. My cutoff for congestive heart failure in small dogs with chronic valvular heart disease is that they typically are tachycardic on presentation with a heart rate of greater than 150 to 160 beats per minute due to sympathetic stimulation. That said, LUS is a practical bedside diagnostic tool to help differentiate cardiogenic pulmonary edema from other non-cardiac causes of dyspnea in dogs and cats.